0: The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and
1: may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Good morning here in the Central Time Zone and out West. Good afternoon here on the East Coast and most markets. Mm-hmm. Mike, listeners around the country today are excited to hear some God-sized stories from the Mission Field. I'm Steve Tiber, Mike Fiala. Mike, we love sharing those God-sized stories from the Mission Field.
0: I, and it, it is exciting. It never gets old because no. there's always something new happening. There is. I mean, whether there's a new arm we'll be talking about or whether there's just, uh, just the stories. I mean, after how many years now, since 2005?
2: 16 years, Mike.
0: Okay. 16 years, eight days of hope. (laughs) You
2: know, we started after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, It was meant to be uh, my dad, myself, and a couple buddies. Didn't even know who the buddies were going to be at the time. (laughs) But we were going to go down to the Gulf Coast and just rebuild, renovate a house for free for someone in need. Maybe a widow, an elderly Mm -hmm. couple, a single mom, someone you know with cancer. Just to find that unique situation that we can really help out someone who felt like they, they needed some, sure, some, some, help. some huge right. help. That was our plan, Mike. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we're not good planners.
0: Okay, so that was going to be like one trip just to help out.
2: Yeah, right? with, with a bunch of guys. Well, 684 people went. That was our smallest trip ever. <laughs> we rebuilt 84 homes in this national ministry of Eight Days of Hope was launched. And since then, Uh, We have now gone to, what, 60-some sites, $60 million of work for free, 7,500 homes. Uh, We still do natural disasters, but we're also renovating houses for those rescued from sex trafficking. We just finished our fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth project here in 2021. Mm -hmm. In fact, Mike, our year-end video that we just published nine days ago is on our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com, grab some popcorn. (laughs) <laughs> your eyes light lit up, Mike. When I, saw popcorn. Oh, I like that. Grab man. some popcorn. Put a little extra butter on mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. And just Ooh. kick back and watch what God did in 2021. It was an amazing video, Mike. Not for the production itself, but just, just to re. I had forgotten that some of the places we went in 2021 well, 18, 18 times. I was
0: going to say 18 communities were served, as well as how many millions of dollars worth of food was distributed. $6
2: million of food was distributed oh, that's incredible. in the early part of your Through 157 local churches in Iowa, in Ohio, in New York, and elsewhere. Mike, when you were were watching that video for the first time, um, what's going through your mind when you see so? And again, that's on our website, 8dayshope.com. But what's what's some of the things you were thinking?
0: Well, I set my popcorn down because I had to go, (laughs) I had to get a a box of, seriously, I had to get a box of Kleenex because Mm. I was just so awestruck that how could you, you know, it, 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 it pulled me out of. And I was going through a moment that when I first was watching, there's some yeah. stuff going on in my life that it pulled me right out of it, mm. and it put a perspective, you know, of what God is is really doing, and it, it, it was like, Mike, keep keep your eyes on Jesus, mm. the author and the finisher of your faith. Look what is going on, and then for me personally, being a part of it, you know, on the board of directors, and and it's not that that's the the biggest thing is I love going to. we we deploy someplace, you know, and just loving on the people and I guess thankful, but then amazed of what the Lord is putting in the hands of the leadership of eight days. And we're
2: going to talk about the new arm of the ministry in just a minute. But in 2021, Mike, we served in Western New York. We served in Ohio, in Iowa, in Kentucky, in Mm -hmm. Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana. Uh, I can go on and on. Um, God opened up so many doors. Hurricane Ida, you know, no one's talking about Ida anymore, but this mm-hmm. just happened what ninety days ago. Right. Right? On the on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, August 29th. Mike, we were down there for seven weeks. Thousands of volunteers traveled the country with eight diesel hope this year during a pandemic. Yes. And we have we have to do things differently than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be sensitive that there is a pandemic. But, Mike, people still need to see Jesus.
0: Absolutely. And didn't isn't this almost like a revisit? Weren't we down there? Oh, my uh, gosh. I mean, we it,
2: have been to Louisiana so many times in the last two years. Think about this, Mike. In the last 15 months, mm-hmm. Hurricane Delta, Hurricane Laura, flooding in Lake Charles, in okay. ice freeze, mm-hmm. Hurricane Ida. We were in Mandeville, Laplace, Kenner, Lake Charles, I mean, it just is nonstop these days.
0: And, and think about those folks that were hit with two and three events. Oh. Uh, and, you know, just a, just the mindset. Just and then
2: It wears you down. Sh- it wears you down. But here's the good news. All of a sudden, somebody reaches out to them. They either knock on their RV door or calls them on a cell phone or finds them in a local town and says, you know, you don't know me, but I'm with this organization called Eight Days of Hope. Yeah. And we are here to help you. And oh, by the way, it's free.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: Think about yeah. that, Mike. 7,555 families have had that phone call. Mm. Let's play a game for a minute. I like games. Do you like games? Ooh. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, let's do, do it. You? Come on. What's
2: your favorite game?
0: Um. <clears throat> It's like Candyland. It's got to be simple.
2: <laughs> of course, it's Candyland. <laughs> 38 grandchildren from one daughter. I get yeah, it. Man. Right, I right. get it. All right. I'm a risk guy. I like risk. Do you know okay. how to play risk?
0: Uh, I haven't, but okay. no, go All ahead. Right.
2: I like risk. So let's play a game. Mike, your family, you know, you're, you're, you know, father of children, your wife, a tornado comes or a hurricane or a flooding or snowstorm, and to no fault of your own, you have massive amounts of damage. You don't know what to do. You've got to reach out to the insurance company. They're not returning your calls. You gotta find a hotel. Mm-hmm. They're all booked up. There's no power. There's no food. But somehow, some way someone reaches out to you and says, You don't know me, mm. but I'm here to help you. I brought you some meals. I'm gonna tarp your roof. I'm gonna do some chainsaw work on that tree that's on top of your car. And oh, by the way, we're doing it for free for free. Yeah. What's going through your mind? Miracle. Mm. It's
0: a miracle. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we heard, Steve, that the homeowner was praying and said, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know where I'm going to do next. I don't know what I'm going to do. God help me. Uh, or or just you know, or just wondering what's going to happen. And so I think miracle, I think God's timing. I think that's why if you're out there in your listing, this is why we would challenge you to get involved. How many times have you said, if you go on one trip, you'll be going on, the next 10 <laughs> because 40,
2: of, <laughs> and think about that, like 45,000 people now have traveled with eight days of hope you no know, that trip that was meant to be my dad and I and a couple buddies we don't have 45 000, well we do now we have 45,000 friends sure. it's funny we'll, I'll, we'll get a Christmas card from one of the volunteers or even mm-hmm. one of the leaders, 181 volunteer leaders. Sure. You don't know every leader as well as you know the other leader, right? right? But you get a card, and my wife will say, Now, who's this person? Yeah, i like, yeah, Oh, right. that was uh, Hurricane Michael, Panama City, Florida. <laughs> 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 that was uh, flooding in Beattyville, Kentucky. Sure. Uh, you know, I met this family down there, but I love that God has opened the door for the listeners that is listening today to be a part of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. So, how do you get involved? Glad you asked. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. And you're going to be asked, if it's your first time at the website, it's going to ask you for your email address. We are not going to blow up your email, I promise you. But we will let you know whenever God opens the door for us to go serve. So you can start there. Secondly, you can watch some of the videos on our YouTube channel and really get the feel of the ministry of Eight Days Hope. You'll, you'll see some videos of just families we've served. So no one's there talking about Eight Days Hope, but you're going to hear the heartbeat of the family that Mike was kind of portraying a minute ago, Mike, mm-hmm. of them saying, you know, on one of the videos, there's like an 80 year old lady. She had canceled her flood insurance before Hurricane Harvey. Her husband had passed away and it was $2,500. They'd had flood insurance for 30 years, never had a flood, and she canceled it a month before Harvey. Mm, yep, yep. And she fell in depression, Mike, mm. because she felt like she had let her husband down, yes. that the house that he helped build was destroyed and she didn't have the money to rebuild it. Mm. And then Angel showed up. Yep. Because she she shared with me, I'm trying to remember her name, but she shared with me and the video is called You Saved My Life. Oh my so go to the YouTube channel and watch sure. it and, and have Kleenex ready. Yeah. Steve and Mike's yep. not in the video. You're gonna meet yep. you're gonna meet a couple of people. But this lady said, Steve, I consider taking my life. Mm. She was eighty years old. Mm. But people showed up not a moment's notice. And they and they took everything wet out of the house and they and they and they dried it out and they sprayed it for mould and, and, and they just prayed with her and loved her and sure. let her cry on their shoulders and Oh my gosh, Mike, that's priceless. Think
0: about what Steve just said. Uh, you know, if, if there's a void in your heart and your life, and or you've, you know, some people are very successful, but there's still that little something that I, I you know, it, they're missing. This is it. This is where you get it, you know, whether it's with eight days of hope or anybody else. But when you're standing on a homeowner's um, front lawn and you're just loving on them and you're having communication with them, and just the fact that you're there, you don't have to be skilled in anything, but except being there.
2: And I'll tell you um, what I tell 45,000 people. When you leave, you're going to be tired. But two things. Your heart's going to be full. That's it. And you'll never experience, you'll never forget those experiences of meeting those families and serving them.
0: You know, I remember uh, Hurricane Michael, my wife and I went down there. Panama City, Florida. Panama City, right. And... um, and I was concerned for her. my wife, super, super. But when it comes to like, she'd never been on like a rapid response trip like okay, that, and sure. how it was going to play out. She would. I have video footage of her just loving on people, and she just blossomed, mm. and just it, it was the natural thing of here was a lady just pouring her heart out. And then my wife just grabbed, put her arms around him, started praying for him. Looking at him, wow, uh-huh. you know, it just it pulls something out of you as a volunteer, and you get something put back into you Amen. when uh, you're giving like that. It's amazing.
2: Well, nine days ago, Mike, we made a major announcement. And so, if yes. you're out there listening today and saying, "Well, you know what? I don't feel comfortable getting on a roof and putting a tarp where shingles blew off because of a, a windstorm or okay. tornado," and I don't feel comfortable painting a house that. Uh, I don't know how to paint that you're rebuilding because of a disaster. Or I'm not a skilled professional contractor to go to your safe house, safe houses you're building around the country. But if you've ever worked in the kitchen, Mm. Mike, have you ever cooked?
0: I used to. I really (laughs) did. Did you? But yeah, when we first married. Nice.
2: Nice. Um, we announced nine days ago a brand new arm of the ministry that we're launching the third quarter of 2022, Mike. Mm-hmm. And we haven't technically figured out the final name, but it's a mass feeding ministry. Mass. A mass feeding. Mm-hmm. What what that looks like. So let's go back three months ago. Hurricane Ida hits Louisiana and Laplace, Louisiana, a town of about forty fifty thousand 50,000 people, okay. did not have power for 27 days. Mm-hmm. Every home, every home. Okay had two, three feet of water. Mm. Mm. That means every refrigerator was damaged. Every washer and dryer was damaged. It means that for 27 days, there were no grocery stores that readily had, available had food. Mm. And so it wasn't that you just were looking for someone to tarp your roof to, to keep your house from getting further damaged or to gut it out because it flooded to get all the wet stuff out so mold doesn't set in. But mothers and fathers were looking for food. Mm-hmm. And when we saw that need, we pivoted. We very quickly deployed a couple smaller feeding units, and we were making five to 700 meals a day. Incredible. And, Mike, the amount of ministry that was being done at that Mm -hmm. local church that we set up, because we always set up at a local church, because we are going to leave, and we want people to fall in love and get to know the local church. I saw more ministry done while people were waiting in the cars. Mike, I'll never see. I'll never forget it. So the line went straight down for about 200 yards, and then it it, it was like a... uh, uh, it was like a i don 't say a worm. it kept going back and forth. There were about five hundred cars there, Mike really. people heard there were food, and the people from the church were praying with these mm-hmm. people. They were bringing them diapers and getting them wipes and and flashlights and and if they had tarps, they were giving out tarps and At the end of the line, when they got the food, so many times they were in tears
0: so what was going through your heart oh. and your mind when you saw this? I can see it on your face now. And obviously, a, a, a new arm in the ministry's birth, But what, what was stirring with inside of you?
2: It's the exact same thing that stirred in me in 2014. You know, the, for the first, <clears throat> excuse me, nine years, we rebuilt homes for free. And we never deployed the day after disaster. But when I saw a tornado hit Tupelo, Mississippi, and I was walking through the neighborhoods, and I was watching people uh, discover that their house had been severely damaged. They were weeping. Yes. And I, I was thinking they need to be ministered to. And I was only one person trying to walk through the debris. And I thought, wait a minute, we need to be deploying right after a disaster to love these people. The same revelation hit. Okay. When I was seeing these cars being given the food, I'll never forget. There was a single mom. Mm-hmm. She was in the front seat. She had her little child on her lap. Okay. And Mike, when I came around, they had given her like two packs of diapers. She had no diapers. Oh boy. There's no stores. Mm-hmm. Mike, there was there was nothing available for weeks. Mm. And she was so excited she got diapers. She hadn't eaten in four days. Oh, my. And she was weeping, not because she was going to get food, but we were going to provide food for her child. Her children. And right before she came to the front of the line, someone had prayed with her. they had invited her back to church on Sunday, and they're going to pour into her, and she continues to go to that church. But we gave her not only a, a hot meal for her and her child, but then we gave him a sack of protein bars and other things for the next day mm. until she came back the next night. Mike, it, I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I don't miss many meals.
0: Mm-mm.
2: We take the simplest, sometimes the simplest act of kindness makes a difference to someone who doesn't know Jesus, Mike. Mm. And now the listeners, you get a chance to be a part of this. So maybe you love working in the kitchen. Maybe you, are, you have time on your hands that you can travel a week or two or three a year. We provide the lodging. It's free. We'll feed you because you're making the food. We're going to feed you. No, no worry. Right. Absolutely. Um, we're going to bring our laundry trailers down so we can offer to do laundry for families who have no power. Their washers and dryers have been destroyed. And think about, Mike, this too. During a pandemic, where do you find 10,000 refrigerators? <laughs> I mean, right now you go to the local store, there might be five on the floor. Yeah. And you got to pick one of them or you're going to wait months.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or you got to go four states over if, if yeah, you're lucky right. enough to be able to do that.
2: So this new arm, this mass feeding arm, we are going to make up to 8,000 meals a day for 8 days. Oh my, 8,000 8, meals 8, a day. 000. Up to Yeah, for a total of up to 8 days. Oh that my. means this equipment that we're trying to purchase we'll be able to make 64,000 meals in eight days. And what we announced nine days ago Mm -hmm. is the cost of this new arm is $1.1 million. That's to buy a reefer, to buy the feeding equipment, to get the truck, to get all the things you need. But what we announced, Mike, was so exciting in mm-hmm. the year-end videos on our website at 8dayshope.com that from now to January 15th, every dollar donated will be doubled Okay. because of a half a million dollar matching gift.
0: Come on, come on.
2: Eight donors came together and said, we love 8 Days Hope. We trust you. We know that you're ECFA certified evangelical council for financial accountability. We know that your partners cover your fixed cost. We know that when we donate, every penny, 100% pass-through, will go to families in need. And so they said, here's a half a million dollar matching gift. About eight donors came together and did that. So from now to January fifteenth, if you've never sewed in the ministry of eight days of hope, this is the time to do it.
0: And think about that. That eight well donors that have the wherewithal to do that. Yes. And they, they see the vision, they see the heart of it, and they are saying, folks, step up. Because whatever you give, we're going to match that, as Steve just said. Double. You know, double it. I mean, that's like... Wow. It's exciting. If I want to write a check for $1,000, I'm actually giving 2000
2: You are. It's 25 it's, turns <laughs> into 50. 100 turns into two. Whatever you can afford, you can give online, 8daysofhope.com. It's fast. It's easy. It's safe. You can mail us a donation to our P.O. Box. And that P.O. Box, I'll give it to you in a minute, but it's also on our our, our Facebook page. It's also on our website. But if you mail a check... Mail to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi 38803, P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, MS 38803. Every dollar given between now and the end of the day on January 15th, Mike, mm-hmm. gets doubled.
0: That's exciting. And think about the, the volunteering for this because you don't want to be real, real skilled, yeah. you know, and you'll be trained how to make soup. Or you something. will.
2: And <laughs> today's guest, which we're going to hear in just a minute. Her name is Lenny Riley. Okay. Lenny works in our kitchen. She's Ooh. one of the people, many that have been trained and are being trained to make large amounts of food. And we're going to hear a little bit from Lenny and her passion for the ministry of Eight Hope. Uh, a little bit about her past, how she learned about the ministry, and working in the kitchen. So again, if you're listening today, maybe God's speaking to you today. Okay. And maybe it's not with eight days hope. That's okay. Find a ministry that you can use your gifts. Find a way to give back to those in need. So is
0: Lenny going to give us a menu today?
2: <laughs> I tell you what, I ate some of her food this past week. Ooh. I was in Mississippi. Oh, my gosh. Great, huh? I'm so thankful for elastic pants. I really <laughs> am. Because you don't have to wear a belt, Mike. They expand, and then they come. What? You, you, don't, you don't have a pair of... Ex- I'm just
0: amazed at things you just you toss have, out Do you sometimes? have fat
2: jeans and then regular jeans? Because around Thanksgiving and Christmas, that, that other pair of jeans that is only used like 30 days a year... Hopefully, well, <laughs> hopefully, only thirty days.
0: I'm still thinking about the elastic pants here. <laughs> okay, all
2: right. I love T- it. TMI, I love it. too much information. Hey, thanks for joining us. When we come back, we're going to talk to Lenny Riley. We're going to hear some God-sized stories from the mission field. Thank you for joining us here on Hope Reigns. My name's Steve Ty, hanging out with Mike Fiello. More information about the ministry. Go to Eight Days of Hope. But you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight
1: Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P R O V I A.com.
2: At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, we are 14 days away from the big Christmas day, the 25th. Yes, yes, I know yes. that you will be hanging out with your daughter and your seven grandkids.
0: Seven of them, absolutely. All of
2: my five kids and their spouses will be hanging out with me. Exciting. So looking forward to it. They're all going
0: to be up here in western New York.
2: Yes, yes, nice. yes. I'm so excited. There's nothing like family during the holidays.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, there's, there's, there's the excitement of all the... Well, the gifts, I know, and the the lights and all this, but isn't it the warm heart of a family getting together and having some time together?
2: And I love Christmas music. As a matter of fact, the two songs for today's show, the first one you just heard for King & Country, Drummer Boy. Great song. My two favorite Christmas songs we're playing this week and next week on this broadcast. Okay. Because I get to pick them out. (laughs) That's that's one of the pros of doing what I'm doing on the show. (laughs) Uh, The next one is Amy Grant. A Breath of Heaven, there's something about that song. Mm. It just it brings chills to me and it, it, i think it just brings back memories of past christmases
0: now, now you don't sing or play an instrument no i don't but i love so,
2: christian music well oh. you're just,
0: you're so good at what picking out music and uh, i listened to it on the way in for the show appreciate what it. did he pick this week you know yeah. good stuff
2: anyways hey we're talking about spending time with family during christmas well today we have a family member of eight days of hope yes you know, 45,000 volunteers mike and so many of them have come on many trips and you can't do it without about your volunteer leaders. That's right. And today we are blessed to have Lenny Riley calling in from Tupelo, Mississippi. Nice, uh, Lenny. It's morning where you're at. Good morning. How are you?
3: I'm very well, thank you.
2: Lenny, you are amazing. First of all, um, I know the answers to this, but of course the listeners don't. Tell us a little bit about you as a person, your 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 family, the kids, your husband, and then secondly. Tell the listeners how you learned about AD's Hope and where your first trip was.
3: Okay, well, um, I'm Lenny Riley. As you said, I am the wife of John Riley, who has worked for American Family Radio yes. um, for oh. thirty years, and oh, wow. um, we are uh, we we've we've been married forty years and have nine children. <laughs> And eight grandchildren, so uh, gatherings are um, Expensive. just amazing. Expensive. It's actually <laughs> it's getting them together to actually meet all at once sure. because they're just wow. everywhere. And so every time we get together, I'm like, okay, let's let's take a picture. Let's take a picture. It's the only time we're together. Wow. So yeah,
2: that is great.
3: Um, let me see uh, my first um, trip was I believe it was probably the second trip that Eight Days made um, down uh, when Hurricane Katrina oh, had hit.
2: Bay St. Louis. John,
3: yep. uh, yeah, John went down for that first, hey, let's go take a trip and see how we can bless people and help them out. And so he went down there and with all of you, and then I went the following time mm-hmm. um, uh to i had i had a lot of small children in tows so there wasn't really much i could do but john's like i want you to be there i want you to be there and it was a blessing to be there um it's kind of kind of funny because i had a lot of younger children with me and we had a pop-up camper and so we were staying in the pop-up camper but i noticed there were other young moms who also had young children, and I watched them because they were mopping floors, cleaning tables, you know, just washing dishes and all this, and they had their kids hanging on the side of them, you know. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Mommy, I yeah. want to do this or whatever. And so I took the kids, I took all the kids, and we, we're in the camper having Sunday school or vacation Bible school all oh, week long, gosh. and I had color books, and we were watching oh, Veggie Tales. great and we memories. Were, we, were, we were just a lot of things, Bible stories and all that, and these moms were so grateful that they, they could have a moment reprieve and just be able to do something and be a part of the ministry.
2: And that's so important, Mike. You've sure. seen families. I mean, what I love about when the Riley's showed up back in the day when they brought nine kids are our volunteer numbers doubled because there are so many of them. Yeah, oh, there's another Riley, another Riley. Um, and your husband, John, has a morning uh, sh- a show on American Family Radio with J.J. Jasper. And and I've known John, gosh, since 1999. I think I met him um, in 2000, right right around there. Lenny, when, why is it important for moms, wives, you know, husband wives to take their children on a mission trip? Even though if you look at Please don't have this the wrong way. If you look, because the enemy tries and says, well, what can a five-year-old do? What can a nine-year-old do? Why would I bring my three-year-old on a mission trip? Talk a little bit about what that meant to your family while you were down there. Even though you might not have been on a roof, put a shingle on, or gutting out a house, what did that mean to the Riley family as a whole?
3: I would say working together as a family, just being together uh, together me having my children are right there and they're watching me reach out to all these other little children that I've invited into a camper every day. And so we are making a difference in these children's children's lives. You mentioned a mission trip and John and I have, we came to the conclusion early on that just going to vacation Bible school did not cut it for our kids. They'd come home, talk all about it, and no change. So then we started taking them on mission trips. And we went to Nicaragua one time. We went to another trip down to Mexico. Then we did the Eight Days of Hope trips. And that in in itself is a mission trip because we were able to reach out and see lives changed and the kids would come back change themselves as mm-hmm. us. We also would just come back changed. You you can't help it. You've been touched by the Lord and you've seen him move and you 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 can't help it. It just it stays. It's mm-hmm. staying, so- you know.
0: What are some of the dynamics? Did I hear you say you had nine children?
3: (laughs) Yes, I still do. Well, well, you still (laughs) still do, do. right. (laughs) Yes,
0: you'll you'll always have them. (laughs) I know what that's like.
3: They they range from uh, age 37 all the way down to uh, our 21-year-old who just got married. And her name happens to be Esther, and she's the bottom of the oh totem gosh. pole, and so the kids truly call her Queen Esther because, <laughs> well, oh, you know, everyone sure. who's got older kids, the older kids always say the younger kids are spoiled, you know. So they say she's spoiled, <laughs> Queen Esther.
2: And, and Mike, there are nine kids. I'm, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. they all could be models. Okay. Um, you know, th- thankfully, Lenny, they 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 look like you more than John. And, and I'm, pat- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm kidding there. I'm kidding there. But I tell you, your kids—they're not only beautiful on the outside, but what hearts. You know, Israel. Um, you know, he's yes. been a part of the ministry as a missionary. He's the last couple of years. He just got you know married a year ago, and and, and now um, you know there's a little transition going on in his life, but. Uh, Your family has been nothing but servants with Eight Days of Hope. Uh, Your husband, John, has been a volunteer leader for the ministry for many years. And of course, working at American Family Radio, one of our national partners. He does an amazing job. He's passionate about eight days of hope.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll
2: never forget Tim Wildman, who's the president. His father's the founder. Tim actually serves on our board as we speak. I'll never forget him saying one day, he goes, Do you know who your biggest fan of your ministry is? And I'm thinking he's, you know, he ran into Charmaine or one of my kids <laughs> yeah, at, sure. at, at, at Walmart. He goes, uh, John Riley, John Riley wow. thinks you guys hung the moon. And, yeah. and, and now Tim <laughs> serves on the board. So, Lenny. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your husband, your passion to love the brokenhearted, and and not just going to church, and that's important, and not just going to youth group, and that's important, but stepping out in faith and taking your kids at a very young age to help out after Katrina. I know that no matter where their journey takes them and their walk with Christ takes them, the ups and downs of life, they'll never forget that, Lenny. They'll never forget Mm it.
3: Amen. Amen.
2: so Lenny, you you you've, you tell the listeners some of the ways you've served at 8 diesel Hope I, I know the answers, but some people are like, well, gosh, I I don't know how to hand a power tool. I I don't know how to cut boards. I don't know how to yeah. you know tarp a roof. But tell the listeners some of the areas that you have served and how you lead, where you lead. Well,
3: um, in the past. Uh, I've done a little bit of everything, except I haven't cut trees. I have no desire to cut a tree, but um, <laughs> I've watched my son do it. Uh, I have worked in the tool trailer. We have this huge tool trailer that um, it it I've organized an entire tool trailer with my son clean the tools straighten everything up make sure everything is maintained people come and they check out tools they need and then they have to be put back um at the end of the day and and uh let me see what else have i done um
2: the office i have
3: uh yes i have worked with the (laughs) office when people come in and um i've checked them in um I've gotten them there led them to their rooms where they were staying. I mean, we just we just try to accommodate everyone and um I've done that and I've worked on the side of the office where the uh all, all the job sites come in and we have all the information down and we put them in the computers and and such like that and uh I've washed dishes. <laughs> Wow. Mopped floors. we a lot.
0: So you've got to have some special story that just lingers in your thought that you want to share with the listeners, of whether it's been inside the organization or homeowners you've met or something. What comes to mind?
3: Well, I, I've, I've been really thinking about this. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I'd like to say that um, I'm going to preface this by a Bible verse that was engraved in the sidewalk at the entrance of the college I attended in uh, Minneapolis. And uh, every day, I'd walk across this tile that had a Bible verse engraved on it, and it said, um, it was Mark 1045, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. And I'm, I'm like, it just set that within mm. me to be able to serve. And so since my Savior served, I want to be like him and serve others. Mm. And using my gift is the best way to serve, which in First Peter 4.10, it says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another Amen. as good stewards of God's varied grace. And... So, I, I have several um, gifts that God has given me. And recently, I was asked to serve in Mandeville, Louisiana, as the um, team leader for the cooking staff.
2: <laughs> See, if you hang around long enough, you're, you're going to be leading this organization, Lenny, <laughs> well, because you, you've you been know- in every compartment.
3: <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but living all those years cooking for nine kids and their friends—there yeah. you go casseroles go a long way. Oh, and man. I was like at first I'm like thinking, what am I gonna uh, what am I gonna make? I mean, I don't cook like these southern people do. I'm I'm a true Yankee. I grew up in Minnesota. <laughs> and although go. I live in Tupelo, Mi- Mississippi. Sure. But I was I so I just started cooking the way I cook for my kids, you know, and it was just the people loved it. Uh-huh. So I actually I love doing that. I love serving people who have been out all day long serving others. But I was just going to tell you a a quick story. When I was there, when I first arrived, um, there was no, we always have devotions in the morning after breakfast and in the evening after supper. And we always have a a worship, little time of worship and there was no one to lead worship and they asked me to lead worship, so I had my guitar. Oh, boy. So did,
2: they, did they ask I you to was... go out and raise some money as well that day because you made the <laughs> no, food? <You>
3: no. <laughs> I wouldn't have, I would have raised a stinking cent. I, I'm not good at that. That is not my gifting. thing. Okay. You keep that, Steve. All right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, but I was just so blessed because I'm doing the two things that I'm so passionate about mm. is worship and feeding people. And so in the daytime I'm I'm making all these meals and in and and in between I'm making a song list and then leading worship and it was just so neat but the one thing about leading the worship was even in the evening after these men and women have been out there all day long working hard disaster area reaching people who are so broken they're so hurting because they've just lost everything they have but those men and women they were they entered in and they mm, worshiped yes. in a way that most you know you just go to church and sure. it's not always like that you know half the people are just kind of standing there looking around mm. but not these people yeah. they entered in and that really That's moved christless. me it just blessed That's me to christless. know that I'm able to bless those who have been out all day long, be it with food or leading them into the presence of God.
2: Exciting. So. so, so to Lenny's point, every morning we we start the day with worship and devotion, and it's not you know it's not super long. I mean, it's you know 15, 17 minutes mm-hmm. in, in the evening as well. And we invite the families, Mike. Yes. We're serving back, and so they end up being a part of it. There's some families in Mandeville that, uh, and there's one gentleman who just almost kind of given up on God. I mean, right. and yet this tree comes through the roof. It spares his son. It hits his bed. His son had just moved. So his son was saved and mm-hmm. he was coming every night to, to worship. But here's my point. And I'm not going to say the name of the church because I wouldn't want to embarrass the church. But in 2021, you know, we, we deployed 18 times to do so many different things. But one of the worship leaders at one of the churches, when I came in town for the couple of days to say hello and just thank them for allowing to the building, he goes, Steve. I love leading worship for eight days of hope. And I said, well, thank you. Yeah. You know, you're a worship leader. Of course you do. Right. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I didn't say that. Right. He said, <laughs> you're the people that served all day long for 10 hours yes. who you think were exhausted. Mm-hmm. He goes, I wish my church could come here on a Sunday, uh, you know, on a night to because see yeah. the way they yeah. worship is, is, is inexcusable. He goes, the joy. On someone's face who'd been cutting trees all day, he goes, Steve. Anytime you need me to worship anywhere, I'm coming because that was a true worship experience. Sure. So hats off, Lenny, that you were willing to Absolutely. do willing to do that. Yeah. One quick thing. I know we got to go to break, but one quick thing. So we asked Lenny Mike mm-hmm. to make food to lead that, and she did. Meanwhile, her husband John, who again is a morning radio show host, right. rumor was Lenny that he washed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dishes while you made the food is that accurate really <laughs> he,
3: yes he did and, <laughs> oh my. And I just, only John Riley I'm so blessed because well this is John took it to an extreme oh, because no. we had been I think eight days of hope had received a donation of these um warming pan trays they're real yes, real yes. big and they were just full of who knows how many years of grease that hadn't been cleaned oh, off of them. No. And he spent time scrubbing each oh, one of man, them. They I shine. Know, the know. other day we were pulling them out to serve food, and uh, one of the ladies said to me, oh, those are the sheets that John cleaned. They are
2: shining. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love All right, it. so, John, if you're listening out there, man, I appreciate you. And I'll, I'll get you a pair of rubber gloves or something <laughs> next time you go so your, your hands don't look like that, you know, you know how they do. When you're all water red all and chipped, yeah. Lenny, can you hang out for a couple minutes more if you don't mind? Sure. Okay. Good. Sure. Um, Mike, I know we got to go to a quick break here, but um, just first reaction, just hearing her the, this first segment before we take our, our last mm-hmm. break, what's going through your mind?
0: Well, first of all, the excitement in her voice. Yes. I'm ready to get I, let, let, Let's go. Let, let's go lead worship. Let's let's go cook something. Let's. Yeah. You know, it, it's very motivating and. Um, blessed are the flexible in spirit Amen. they're going to see god is what i th- was thinking in my mind when when Lenny was talking you know about taking care of the kids bringing the family then asked to do this and and then how am i going to do it but i'm doing it Amen. it's just an exciting
2: what uh, i think about is and i do remember seeing her family uh in bay st louis uh back in 2006 that's when our second trip was down there and again you know we we had just started what's just six months earlier uh-huh. um, not knowing that this would become a national ministry but just watching the kids smile sure. in a unique mm. setting I mean we're talking about an active disaster I mean a disaster site mm-hmm. now it was safe where they weren't going to get hurt right but you know it could have been a lot easier just to hang out at home and say John you go or let me go, John, you stay with the kids. Right. But they, they knew that it was important for their kids to see what God was doing, Absolutely. and that warms my heart. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Lenny Riley about the new arm of the ministry that was just announced nine days ago, a mass feeding ministry that can make up to 8,000 meals a day for up to eight days. We're going to talk to Lenny about that a little bit. But hey, when we come back, we're going to hear more about that. But until then, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
1: Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com.
1: Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country.
2: Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider
1: supporting 8 Days of Hope today.
2: Soap Rain's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Amy Grant, A Breath of Heaven. Mm, I could hear that. Song. I could listen to that song multiple times. And I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not an Amy Grant fan, but I'm not a big Amy Grant fan. But this is the Christmas song that she did that I just absolutely love. I love, you, yeah, I love, it puts me in the mood.
0: Do you listen to that? throughout the year sometimes, too? <laughs> no,
2: you, you know, it's funny because sometimes just in the middle of June or July, you'll be somewhere and, you know, sure. you hear a song or you're on YouTube and you're looking at, you know, watching Christian music and that pops up because i played it before. You know, that kind of shows you the ones right. you've watched before. But mm-hmm. anyways, enough about music. Hey, Lenny Riley is with us. She's a guest. Uh, 181 volunteer leaders serve with Eight Days of Hope on a minute's notice. And this past year, as we deployed 18 times to provide food, uh, rebuilding, uh, you know, homes for those rescued from trafficking, sex trafficking, all the disaster work. Lenny was there, Mike, in Laplace, Mm. Louisiana, after Hurricane Ida. So she's in Mandeville making food for the volunteers and the families we're serving. And then God opened up the door for us to go to Laplace, Louisiana, to provide food for families who had no food, no Mm. power. Lenny, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Good to be here. So you were asked by, I think our Director of Operations, Chandler Gurley, if you'd be willing to go to Laplace and do something we've never done before, what's going through your mind when a, a national ministry on a moment's notice, 16 years old, decides to pivot and start making mass amounts of food? Were you anxious? Were you excited? What was going through your mind when you were asked to be redeployed once again?
3: Well, uh, I must admit the first thing that goes through my head is I'm so glad I don't have children at home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, I I just felt like it was um, another opportunity to reach out to people in, uh, you know, people who have a need, who are going through a very difficult time. I mean, I can't imagine. I've never lived through a hurricane myself, but, mm-hmm. or, or even a tornado, for that matter or a flood but to to have to go through that and then not be able to make meals for your family um, taking care of them i I would have just gone crazy you know just i would want to be there to serve those people and so it's another opportunity to reach out to people who are hurting
2: so the plan was to make as many meals as you can. And I was talking to a, a, a person yesterday he said, well, like, d- is it just like a sandwich? And, and then, you know, you maybe give him a cookie. I'm like, no, these are hot meals. This is like spaghetti right. and a salad and, 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 and a, uh, a dessert. Yeah. Um, and, and so we're not talking, we're talking about things Mike you and I would eat here in our right. homes. Sure. Um, <laughs> right. So Lenny, 500 meals, 600 meals, day in and day out for multiple days you had a chance to see some of the families we were serving, and I know you probably didn't get to talk to many, maybe not any of them. But knowing that you were providing food, the most basic thing that we all need, um, what was going through your mind and through your heart? You know, maybe you do have someone that you met, but what goes through your mind when you think back to what we did in Laplace, Louisiana?
3: Boy, I, I, I think again that just when when the people would they would drive up. The cars would be lined up for blocks yes. waiting to drive up and to receive sure. a, a hot meal. Um, we did burgers one day. We did um, chicken another day, jambalaya another day. And, but these people, nuts, they're happy to get anything that we're giving them. But then we're sharing God's love with them, too. You know, they're, they're, we pray for them many times, you know, they will share with us what they're going through, right. and it opens up the door for us to be able to pray for them, you know. And so I don't know if that really answered your question.
2: No, no, not, no, 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 it's did. i am yeah. just
3: constantly thinking yeah. an opportunity to reach out to someone right. who's so ready to receive it because their hearts are in a place of, I don't have any place else to turn. Mm. So there's got to be God, so, you know.
2: Lenny,
0: what when this is all going on, where are you physically located? Are you cooking? Are you get a chance to reach out to the people, hand them the food, or what's your function at that point
3: i was I was loading up plates <laughs> we have a we have a line, and one person you know like there might be four different items that go on the plate, so there are four people, and each person does a different item and we just pass the plate to the next person who puts oh. the next item on and mm. And so on, and then a person on the end will fold up their, they're called clamshell um, uh, plates, and they're folded shut, they're clicked, and then they're set on a table waiting for another family to pull up and tell us how many they would like, and... Um, I was in a serving line like that.
0: Kind of an uh, assembly line there. Type oh, it, of thing. It,
2: yeah, yeah it, yes. it is. And and so yes. now 500 meals, now hearing the new vision for this new ministry we announced nine days ago. And again, our year-end video is on our website, 8daysofhope.com where we just announced that we are going to be launching a new arm of the ministry in 2022, a mass feeding arm. That could be a standalone ministry, Mike. So we could be doing rapid response work in Ottawa, Kansas, or up in Minnesota or Iowa because of a tornado. We could be building a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking in Georgia or North Carolina. Something else happens and there's no food options for families for a week or two. We're willing to deploy a team of equipment and as importantly, more importantly, the cooks and and the volunteers to make up to 8,000 meals a day for eight days. Lenny, when you heard that vision, (laughs) what were you thinking? What what goes through your mind when you think about 64,000 meals to 64,000 individuals who have nowhere to turn? Do, Do you get focused on how do we pull that off, or are you excited? Yeah, just what goes through your mind?
3: A lot of onions today. I
2: know. I hear (laughs) you. There you go. Just don't cry on me, all right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, it's an overwhelming thought to me to feed that many people. But with God, all things are possible. I mean, you think of when, you know, the uh, disciples went to Jesus and said, "Hey, send these people home. They've been at it all day. They're hungry." And he says, "Well, I can't do that. Uh, I'm probably not scripturally no, accurate here, but we, we get
0: but the heartbeat." They, you know, yeah.
3: he says, "You know, I, sure. I I can't send them home hungry." Yep. Look at Jesus was concerned that the people were able to eat. Amen. And so he asks his his disciples, "You know, what 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 do we have find out what we have we have five loaves of bread and two fish right. uh-huh. and he takes that because the 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 you know the apostles disciples i get them mixed up um because they are there they've gone they've gotten the stuff they bring it to jesus just as he asked and jesus blesses it Amen. and multiplies it and there are 12 baskets full left over after they're finished. That's God. Amen. And God Amen. wants us to reach out, to be that tool to get the food to the people, and he's going to help us do it. Amen. You know, he just Amen. he's faithful. And we're praying that those who hear, I don't know if somebody is listening right now, who who's done mass feeding and you you understand the little details of it, and if God's laying this on your heart, And you want to be able to have an opportunity to minister to those in need. Give us a call because... It's it's I can't explain the reward of being able to mm. bless others and be a part of this ministry of eight days of hope. We are truly loving and serving those in need.
2: Amen. Email us at info 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 at eight hopecom Talking to Lenny Riley, one of the volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope. And Lenny, we do have to wrap up. And again, this mass feeding arm we just announced ten days ago. Uh, it's gonna cost about a one point one million dollars to buy all the equipment, the reefer, the the the, the trucks the pull it, and some donors came together. Heard the vision. Know that our partners cover our fixed costs, so every dollar they donate will be used for the front lines, not to uh, uh you know s- something else. And there's a half a million dollar matching gift out there, and so mm. every dollar given between now and January 15th will be doubled. If you give fifty dollars, it turns in a hundred. If you give a hundred dollars, it turns to two hundred. If you give five dollars, it turns to ten. You can double your gift to this ministry of Eight Days of Hope. You've heard Lenny's heart. Please consider uh, giving today. You can do that online at eight eightdatesofhope.com or by mailing a donation. I'll give you that address here in just a minute. Lenny, we only have a minute left. Um, first of all, your husband better be looking over his shoulder because you know, John is a co-host of a national radio show on American Family Radio. But Lenny, you should have your own show. Yes. Yes i'm serious <laughs> okay <laughs> you did great yeah thank you <laughs> oh my gosh such a pleasure mike we have a minute um while lenny's here what's going through your mind when you hear lenny's story well
0: lenny thank you for being who you are i've heard a servant's heart i've heard scripture verses you could be teaching you could be teaching uh folks the bible that that's how accurate i've, I've you've Things you, and you're a worship leader, and it, it's the whole package. So thank you for yielding that package back to the Lord and to serve because uh, you are a great example. That, that's what comes to my mind. This is someone that you can look up to and say, I, I, I want to be like that. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can see you just taking, a, let's say, a, a group of young people teenagers, young ladies and and just teaching them, mentoring them to do the things that you're doing.
2: Definitely has experience with nine kids, but Lenny just to wrap up, two weeks ago I was down there and you and Cheryl and some other volunteers put together a meal. We had a bunch of about 60 pastors and partners, national partners and donors, and I had two people that day and then one texts me the next day and they wanted to know um, who we catered our food with, that it was delicious. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> were you not in the room when I told you? Our feeding team did this? So thank you, Lenny, for uh, for what you did that day and what you do every day with Eight Days of Hope. My pleasure. Well, Father, we just thank you for Lenny. Bless yes. her and John. Bless their nine kids, their grandchildren. Uh, Lord, especially as they get ready for Christmas, Lord. Mm-hmm. I pray the hedge of protection around their marriage, their kids' marriages, their health. Bless them financially, Lord. Uh, They Mm -hmm. are servants. Her and her husband, John, Lord, um, they are there on a moment's notice, and they're never looking for a pat on the back. They're not looking for fame or glory, but Father, Mm -hmm. they're doing this, Father, to be a glimpse of your son, Jesus. Bless the Riley family this holiday season, Mm -hmm. Lord. Thank you for Lenny. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Miss Lenny. I know I'll be seeing you in January during our training sessions, but I hope you and your That's family right. have a great Christmas. Yes, right. and you too. Thank you so much. God bless you. Lenny Riley with uh, Volunteer Leader of Eight Days of Hope, Mike. Mm. Uh, we have a minute and a half. You know, We're trying to raise a million dollars over the next, literally, next 35 days. Every dollar is going to be doubled because of a matching gift. Lenny is one of our lead cooks. She's one of yes. like 15 people that work in the kitchen. What an amazing arm of the ministry for Eight Days of Hope.
0: Absolutely. And I was thinking something as as uh, Lenny was speaking, and she put a call out for those that are familiar with food and how to prepare that. But listen, if you just, you love to cook for your family. Yes. And you don't know how to do mass cooking. Yes. Okay, come on out. We'll you, teach what, you. Yeah, she'll, what a great privilege to be able to work with somebody like Lenny. She'll teach you, mentor you, and love on you.
2: You know, think about 8,000 clamshells going down the line, and your job is to take a scoop of potatoes mm-hmm. and put it on each clamshell, knowing that somebody today That's right. is going to eat. They're hungry. They have nowhere to go. There's no power. They have no food, probably right. for a week or even two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're there as an example, as a light, um, as Jesus, um, you know, sure. being the hands and feet of Jesus. Right.
0: You know, I, I was not in Laplace, but Steve, when I hear you, every time you— Mentioned the story of what you saw there. I picture that mom with a child sitting next to her, first of all happy she got some diapers. Yes. But then thrilled that her children got fed. And and to be a part of that is is a fulfilling thing mm. that folks Get to the website, get your name into the system, and we'll let you know what's going on.
2: Volunteer, go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address. Please consider a year-end donation, please, 8daysofhope.com. It's fast, it's easy, it's safe. You can mail a donation to P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. Wow. Can't wait to see what God does here, Mike. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's
0: going to be... 2022 is going to be so exciting.
2: (laughs)
1: I'm telling you.
2: Even more exciting? I don't know, but it's been a lot (laughs) of fun. Hey, thank you for joining us. Share this uh, broadcast with somebody that you know. Go to our website, watch our year-end video. But thank you for joining us here on Hope Reigns. It's been a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.